All right, all right, all right. Let's jump right into this. You are listening to the first ever trailer of the Nomad Peeps podcast, the podcast for born wanderers and rule breakers. That sounded good saying that. So I'm kind of just going off the cuff here with this trailer because the idea is to give anyone listening to this an idea of what to expect for the very first episode and if you like it, episodes to follow after. Um, So the first episode, I should say, drops on November 4th. That is a Monday, my time, which is Soul UTC 9 plus, I guess 9 plus stands for nine hours. I know people don't say Greenwich Mean Time anymore. Anyway, I digress. I'm living in South Korea, that's why I say that, and that's when I'm going to be dropping the episodes. So wherever you are, you'll be able to listen to this to start your week off or your Sunday evening, I should say, if you're living, for example, on the East Coast of the U.S., um, you'll be able to basically start your week off listening to Nomad Peeps podcast. Um, And I just want to say that this podcast it's it's really geared towards people who are kind of fed up with the whole status quo, especially when it comes to lifestyle, developing your lifestyle, um, your goals, what you want to do, and um, anyone who sees not just the whole digital nomad, not just the whole digital nomad thing, but just living abroad is something that they are interested in or they want to achieve and they want to see what are the different uh, paths to living abroad, creating a lifestyle abroad, uh, a nomadic existence in 2019. What does that look like? Uh, and what are the different ways? Are, are there other people that are out there living a nomadic lifestyle that do not work in the digital space. So, cause I'm just going to be honest. I don't know anything about coding. I don't know anything about graphic design a bit. Uh, most of it's from YouTube university. I'm a proud student of, of YouTube. <laughs> anyway, I'm being silly. YouTube university. So, I mean, outside of that, what does that look like when you take away the digital aspect? What are you left with? Are there people who are out here doing that that whole, you know, remote work without, well, it's kind of hard. You do need, uh, okay, I'm not going to lie. Let me, hold on, let me stop bullshitting. There is an aspect of understanding the digital side, I guess, to remote work. But, you know, everybody's not out here coding. Everybody's not out here having webinars and graphic and, you know, doing graphic design. But it's possible. There's so many other opportunities and I want to explore that with the podcast. So I will be having various different guests and different subjects, such as we have a international thoughting. Yes. International thoughting episode where we're talking about sex abroad. There's going to be a sex positive episode. Uh, we're going to have an episode about we're, I'm saying we're, I'm saying we're, we are, because it's all of us, the Nomad Peeps fam, just so you guys know. It's just me, 
your host. I didn't even introduce myself. Jesus. Lisa, aka Peach or Peachy. I go by all three of those. Those are my name. This is the host. Um, how rude. I didn't even introduce myself. Anyway, yes, we're going to have some other episodes, including, did I say international thotting? Yes, I did say that. I just like saying that thotting. Anyway, as well as things like managing friendships abroad, how to do it, long distance friendships, dealing with parents that are not very receptive to your choice of wanting to move abroad or move out of the country. I know a lot of people deal with that. I have personally, so I can speak to that. And other episodes such as how to create your own lane as a creative, someone wanting to live abroad, switching careers. Um, So there's a lot of takeaways, I think, that can be had from joining the Nomad Peeps fan. Fam. Damn. Fam. Damn, bam. Um, So... Yes, this is a trailer episode. I'm trying to keep this short. So let's do very quickly a little story time. Now, did I say that the episode drops November 4th? I know I said that, but I'm just reminding you. If you like what you hear now, I'm going to apologize if it sounds like rambling because I promise you the actual episode does have format. (laughs) But um, yeah, we're going to get into a story time. Now, currently, I live in Pyeongtaek, South Korea. I'm teaching English in a middle school, which I'm not going to say the name because y'all need to know all that. But I've been at the school now going on, mm, this is my second year. I have about six months left before my contract is up and I got to move, I got to leave. And I'm not trying to think about that. But uh, today, it was my first day back after a three-day weekend, and I want to say the biggest lesson that I've learned uh, over the past two years of teaching has been patience, and I've gained a much greater understanding for teachers, even thinking about teachers back in the U.S. and how how hard of a job they have and the struggles it's I'm not going to get into this because we can be talking for shoot I could that's probably going to be another episode maybe maybe I'm going to think about I don't know if you if you're hearing this and you want an episode or is there something you want to talk about you can hit me up on IG the nomad peeps at the nomad peeps or you can hit me up over at Nomad Peeps TV on YouTube. You see that? Multiple platforms, multiple platforms, baby. And also, you can hit me up over at thenomadpeeps.com because there's a blog. Yes, I know. She's multifaceted. <laughs> so, going back to the story. Um, I had multiple classes today. Uh, Tuesdays, I have about five classes. So it's a bit of a busy day. And my, I call them hell classes, my hell classes. That means the students that usually cause me the most stress. There's usually some behavioral issues, acting out, nothing crazy, but just very disruptive students Usually half the class is late. I had like two girls came in 10 minutes late 
And then two girls came behind them like 15 minutes late to class. So I have these classes first thing in the morning, right? Yay for me. And I had a moment where I thought back, I thought back to it later because like during my free period, because it bothered me, but I had one student where she came in late and they have their, their seating because we were doing an activity. Their seating is based on their class number. So, you know, one to 34. So they know where to sit. And we do this every single time. It's like every time I say number seat, they act completely clueless, like they don't know what that means. I'm like, this is the 20th time we've done this, guys. Like, come on. So I don't want to say my patience had ran out, but it was just kind of frustrating because, okay, sis, not only are you late, and by the way, just for reference, my these students, these are my second grade students, which is like an equivalent of eighth grade. So they're about like 13, 14, I should, yeah, 14, 14, 15, something like that. So not only are you late, I'm in the middle of an activity, which I had already started talking. So now I got to stop. We're wasting time because you haven't sat down. You're looking for your seat. You tried to sit down at the wrong table. I had to tell you to get up. And I don't know, something in me, they really, like, it's really a uh, um, test of my patience or a test in patience because uh, I said, oh, I need you to sit in your number seat. Now, her English isn't bad, but a lot of the times I have to like use body language or other students have to help this particular students. Or sometimes I will, I hate, I try not to, but I have to pull out the Papago, which is a translation app. It's quite shit actually. I mean, it's all right, but it's not really the best. So I have to pull this out. Right. So she, she's looking around for her number and I'm like, okay, you're going to sit in the number seat. And I hear her say, sitting in the number seat. Like she actually mocked me. And I don't know what it was, but the Ruby May, which is my my 94-year-old grandmother, this is what I say, the Ruby May in me came out. And it's just, I automatically told her, I was like, come here and let's go outside, step outside the classroom. And I had to use a combination of body language and uh, the Papago app to basically tell her like, you know what you, I said, do you know what mocking is? I said, you're mocking me. And I said, it's rude and disrespectful. And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, teacher. And I said, you know, you're late to class every single day. And I was like, you know what, if you're going to be late to class, I don't care. And that's actually the first time I've said that, um, that actually said that, like, I don't care. So I said that, I'm like, if you're going to be late to class, I don't care. But if you come to class, just sit down and be quiet. I said, do you understand? And she's like, yes. And I was like, she looked, and <laughs> I mean, she it sobered her up, so to speak, because for the rest of the class, the homegirl was like, had her head down on the desk. And it's like, I understand that they can't sometimes this, and this is the struggle as being a teacher, anybody who's new listening to this, you're coming to Korea. This is the struggle of being a new teacher in Korea because you have to be 
so flexible in, in, in I'm speaking from a public school point of view. Some people work in hagwans, which are the private schools. Uh, but for me, speaking from a public school, you're usually going to have at least 30 students in your class. They're big classes and all the classes, everyone's mixed level. And on top of that, after they see you, they go to a hagwan here. So it's like, there's so many variables at play that I'm usually quite understanding of, but I felt, I did feel a little bit bad later, but at the same time, it's like this girl every single time, it's like, what do I do? Cause it's like, when it comes to disciplinary and dealing with, sorry, y'all, my window's open. Y'all are hearing everything, but dealing with. Okay, so dealing with any disciplinary actions, you as the foreign teacher, it can be tricky. It can be very difficult. Um, and normally, my patience, it, my patience holds tight. But today, in this particular incident, it didn't. And I don't like to get to that point to say I don't care because I immediately thought to teachers in America who are. They don't have, they're not paid, they're underpaid. They may not even have the support that they need, whether it's like uh, resources, actual like textbooks, the things that they need for, for teaching. And then on top of that, they're dealing with sometimes, you know, classes where they have students from all different backgrounds. And maybe some of the teachers are not even from the same background as the students. So they don't have a great understanding. So it's very easy to be frustrated one day and say, I don't care. And I, I feel like that definitely, you know, maybe the student, it affects the student to say that. And I realized I did that today and it wasn't really the best, but part of me at the time was like, I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. Hell nah. So <laughs> anyway, um, that's my little story I wanted to share um, as far as like, you know, kind of getting a glimpse into teaching. But I'm not a teacher by trade. My original profession is something else. So if you're coming from IGTV or you're coming from Instagram, excuse me, not IGTV, you're coming from Instagram or you're coming from YouTube, then you probably know what that is. But if not, you're going to have to stay tuned for the very first episode titled Solo. Solo. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to wrap this up. You guys know what to do. November 4th, the first episode, Nomad Peeps podcast. Please hit me up. Any suggestions, any questions about nomad living, I want to hear it because it'll probably get answered here on the show. All right. So I want everyone to be happy, be healthy, be well, and I'm going to see y'all in a few weeks. Bye. Peace.